Hey babes, this is Alyssa, the host of That's What Mom Said podcast and your new mom bestie. I've had to deal with daddy issues that later turned into baby daddy issues and honestly, the rest is history. As if being a mom isn't hard enough, I'm out here healing, trying to break generational curses, redefining motherhood, making sure I eat three times a day and my kids get fed and I remember to shower. And I think that if you're a mom, you get it. Download, subscribe, and turn your notifications on on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And to stay up to date with all things That's What Mom Said, follow me on Instagram at That's What Mom Said Pod. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of That's What Mom Said. Today, I have Chris with me, also known as the Hyper Hippie on Instagram. For anybody who is watching on YouTube, I'm just going to apologize right now for my appearance. Today was my children's first day back to school, so I'm not like all the way together right now, but (laughs) we're going to make it work. What's going on with you, Chris? Nothing much. Excited to be here. A little bit nervous, you know, social anxiety, all that, but... Everybody says that they're nervous when they come on, but like, I feel like you just got to think of it as a conversation. Don't think like you're talking to other people and stuff, you know? Exactly. You make (laughs) it look so natural, so I'm going to try to keep up with you. You know what's crazy? Everyone says that to me, but sometimes when I start interviews and I'm I'm shitting sometimes, like, I don't know what to say. I get nervous. If I don't know people, I'm kind of like, mm, like, are they okay to talk about that? You know, I don't, I never know. So nah, I'm, I'm glad same, at least I'm I make same. it look easy. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm the same way. I'll be jumbling over my words a couple of times probably, but we're going, we're going to do it. We got it. Um, So I wanted to have you on because first of all, you've been super supportive since I started the podcast, which I totally appreciate from you. Um, And also I have been super motivated by some of your posts on Instagram. I know that you see that I've been trying to do my thing at the gym sometimes when I have the time in between, you know, mom and everything, but tell me more about your story, how you got into like working out and everything. Cause when did I meet you like a year ago? probably like yeah probably I met you like one time for like all of five minutes Uh like a couple years ago but then like you know probably like actually got to know you probably about a year ago yeah and then I feel like I because I've had you on Instagram for a while and I feel like just your transition over the past year I feel like you've gained so much muscle like I've seen you change over like your updated photos that you put on Instagram and stuff so I know you're dedicated oh yeah no I'm I'm definitely doing a couple things differently than I was Mm -hmm. um I mean, if I'm, you tell me, you know, talk a little bit about my story, like, this shit is like all mindset. I, I'm, I don't know how to explain it any other way than that. This is all mindset. Like, um, like I said, you know, before, before the fitness thing, I wasn't really like the, the in-shape guy. Like, I was always either fat or skinny mm-hmm. and then fat again. <laughs> like I said, Relatable. it was never really. Yeah. And the crazy part is I was doing the gym thing, you know, on and off for years. Um, It started really take effect maybe about two years ago mm-hmm. um i kind of just didn't want to be the trainer because i was training before you know my transformation room mm-hmm. and i didn't want to be that fat trainer like i was i was built like a gym teacher um not a lot of like i had a lot of clients just because i knew what i was doing and i had the educational background but not for nothing you know i'm really telling people you know diet and exercise and i'm say here with a beer belt you know what i mean yeah so you gotta lead by kinda, example exactly i want to be more of a you know, something to look forward to getting to if you stay dedicated and consistent. So before you were really into the gym like that, you you were obviously in interested in it, right? Because you were learning about it. 
Um, I was always, yeah, like I was always in and out of the gym. It was a good stress reliever for me. Um, I really like kind of blew up with it. Like I used to get in a lot of trouble. So mm-hmm. once I got, you know, I got a reality check, let's say, um, you know what I mean? I kind of got an ultimatum. I was going to get locked up for a little bit. Um, I did get locked up for a little bit and, you know, through the power of a good lawyer and, you know, blessings, I kind of got off on drug court and I got a second chance. So yeah. that's kind of when I really invested more time into, you know, not only my own fitness journey, but, you know, getting a certification in it, you know, learning the background for nutrition and all the basics, just so I wasn't just some guy in the gym. I wanted to have like the educational background for it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. That second chance, like some people, they take that second chance and they run with it because they know that that's a once in a lifetime thing. And I feel like that's what yeah. you did in that situation. So good for oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, like I said, it's change starts with you. Like you truthfully, it was I got tired of the same old bullshit. <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of what made me want to change. Like, like I said, I feel like, you know, we we as people give ourselves too many reasons, like reasons for doing the things we do. Like we give Mm -hmm. ourselves too many excuses. Like, oh, you know, I did this, but you know, this person manipulated me. I don't look at it like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I look at it as like, you know, this person, I allowed this person to manipulate me or I allowed this person to do whatever they did to me to affect, you know, how I was. Mm -hmm. So like I said, it's all, it's accountability for yourself, like in every aspect of your life. See, I feel like that's kind of something that I ha- I'm dealing with in my life. And I, I was actually just having this conversation with my mom because it's so easy to place feelings of blame and resentment on other people, but your life and the way that you live and how you feel is ultimately up to the way that you choose to live your life. So if you wake up every morning and you're resentful and angry about someone that d- did something to you or something from the past, like you're only hurting yourself. But not like, not truthfully, like you said, like people that hold resentment, when you hold that negative energy, it manifests. Mm-hmm. Like it will attract more negative energy to you. I'm very big on, you know, manifestation. Yep, um, so if you allow yourself to feel a certain type of way all the time, the world's going to throw stuff at you to, to kind of, you know, compliment how you're feeling already. Because mm-hmm, that's um, the energy that you have. So that's the energy that you're going to oh, attract. Yeah. yeah, like honestly, like the if I can give anybody any type of advice just kind of like that whole mindset where people like yo i don't give a fuck really don't give a fuck because those people that usually say like oh i don't give a fuck i don't care they're the people that are the most emotional the most confrontational the most upset (laughs) like no it's it's okay to be upset speak speak on that but then Mm -hmm. you know let it be what it is like yeah like i said i don't let nobody no outside force is going to affect me anymore like things are going to always happen but like I said, how you let it affect you is honestly how the outcome of that situation is going to be. Yeah. And you have to make a choice. You either want to be happy or you want to sit in your misery. And I don't I'm not the type of person that likes to sit in my misery when I'm a rat, when I'm miserable. I don't want to be around other people because I don't want to let off that energy like I you know what I mean? Like I kind of just keep it together until I can process it and move on. But exactly. Exactly. That, that's know. how it has to be. because like I said, it's one of those things like you are like, like I said, you're going to always attract, you know, the energies you put out. Like I was a very depressed kid when I was growing up, yep, same. you know, I, I weighed issues. I got bullied. I, you know what I mean? The person you see now, shit, if I sh- like I said, I love showing old pictures of myself because nobody believes it's me. 
Like, no one's like, nah, that's not you. Like, can I no post way. this? I need like a before and after so I can post oh, no, it so I, people can see what we're working with. I'll find you, I'll find you a fat picture. I'll find you a picture when I was doing drugs, because those are always the, the craziest yep. ones. Um, so I'll find I'll get you I'll definitely get you some pictures for you to post for sure. Yeah, for sure. I definitely need those. And it's it's crazy because like I don't mean to sound like a an asshole when I say this, but like when I when I first met you, looking at you, I thought you were gonna be a dick. I'm like, oh, he's because you that's just what you look like. But then when I got to know you, I'm like, oh my god, he's like so cool. And I feel like it's because you went through shit in your past. I feel honestly, like- I, I get that so much. You have no idea. Someone was like, yo, the way you act, I thought it was all fake. Um, the funniest compliment, I don't even know if I actually consider it a compliment or not, but the funniest thing someone ever said to me was one of my female friends. She was like, you're like the hot guy that doesn't realize he's the hot guy. Yeah, I was like, no, legit. I was like, what the legit. fuck does that even mean? Like, like the hot so, guy who's so humble that like he doesn't act like he's hot shit, but he's so hot shit. Like, yeah, that's you. I really like <laughs> the, you know, the funny thing is like it's one of those things like I've never felt like that. Even like, you know, what I mean, the energy I put out, like, I'm glad that that's what it shows yeah. and presents, I guess. But, you know, what I mean, like, I just kind of I'm just kind of happy. That's all I want to be. I just want to be happy. But see, when you're happy, people can see that and it reflects. And when you're miserable, people can see that and it reflects. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? When, I mean, and even just like, as far as like looks or attractiveness, like people that are genuinely happy and just like, you know, satisfied in life, they look better. Dude. Oh yeah. No. And that's what people don't understand. It's like, it goes into everything. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, if you're walking around with like a mean mug or you're sad or you look depressed or you're going through something that reflects in your appearance in how you move in how you talk to people. So like, if you always feel that way, people are going to like, you know what I mean? The perception that people are going to get from you, even though it really doesn't matter what people think, but your perception that you give off is that you're a very depressing person. You're a mm-hmm. very, you know, you don't have your shit together. Like, you know, you're you're a mess. People almost feel bad for you in a sense. And like I said, I don't I don't want that. I don't I don't know why anybody would want that. Yeah, like a no. lot of people, a lot of people like a pity party. Now, oh my god, that I was literally just thinking that in my head. Like a lot of people said. like a, and like I'm the reason like I'm not going to say that like you're stupid. I really hope they figure it out because I was that person. Mm-hmm. I was always that person posting like the sad posts, like, you know, woe is me, my life sucks, like all this depressing shit. And then like, you know, people aren't going to respond to that. I'm sorry. Like people are going to like some people are like, yo, I hope you're okay. But like, and some you know people I mean? are going like, to scroll past it and be like, okay, like go do something about it. Stop complaining. Exactly. And truthfully, like those people that scrolled past and had that feeling like, I'm more, I'm more understanding, but that's the kind of the feeling I have because not for nothing, too many people get in their own way. Yeah. Like, like they dwell on shit that they have no control over. Or like I said, like, I feel like people dwell and try to change the things that they can't rather than taking control of all the things that you have the power to do. Yep. Yep. So. And I, I have, I've done the same thing. Like, I, I would I actually just recorded an episode the other day because I took like a little break off of the podcast. I needed to just kind of like clear my mind a bit, but I recorded another episode the other day and I was just saying like I got so overwhelmed because I don't have the help with my kids that I should. You know what I mean? And instead yeah. of being 
angry or placing resentment on another person, I just kind of have to handle my life and make adjustments accordingly because I can't control anybody else. Oh yeah. And I mean, myself and what I got going on. Oh yeah. And you're totally doing that. Like before I ever got on, like I was telling my girl, like I was going to be on this podcast and everything. And I literally, when I was describing you, I was like, yo, she's like, one of the old school like 90s moms like she does it all and I was like I was like I was like oh like she I was like nah like when I tell you she got the podcast she takes care of her kids pretty much by herself if not by herself Mm -hmm. like you know I'm I'm sure like she has help here and there but like I was like it's usually always her she's making lunches she's making dinners she's you know growing on TikTok and social media like she's doing it all Like I said, it's, and like I said, you know, people look in and they're like, yo, how do you do this? And they think that it just kind of happens overnight. And it doesn't. doesn't. It takes planning. It takes scheduling. It's like I said, Google calendar became my best friend. I never used that shit a day in my life. That is literally my go-to appliance right now. Yep. Same. It's like right on my front page, a widget right Mm -hmm. on my front page. Cause that's where all my stuff is. Like I'd see some, and like, truthfully, like if I can, the one piece of advice that someone said to me, and I'll never stop sharing it, is people don't understand the value of, of time. Once people understand how much value time has, you're not going to care about money. You're not mm-hmm. going to care about, you know, you know, stressing over stupid shit. You know, you're going to you're going to live in the moment. You're going to enjoy life more like, you know, what I mean, it's not going to be like, damn, I got to do this. You know, I get to do this. like, you know, what I mean, you just got to change your overall mindset on how you look at shit to be but completely that's honest. why a lot of people can't run businesses or have these side hustles or you know grow on instagram and stuff because it really does take a lot of effort and it's not something that you can do and then stop doing like you have to be consistent even with my podcast exactly. like i'm only i'm nine months in at this point and have i grown absolutely am i where i want to be no but i've made progress i'm getting there like you know as long yeah. as i stick to it i and i feel like that's it you just have to be consistent and you have to know what you want and work toward that every single day oh yeah no and that's see that's the thing people don't want to put in the work people will hit their first obstacle their first wall their first failure and be like yo fuck it because not failure sucks like totally i can't sucks. tell you like i i fail all the time like I said, and like you even said with the business, this shit is stressful. Like yeah. there's, there was times like how you said you took a break from the podcast before. I took a break from posting overall. Like mm-hmm. I just stopped posting one day and everyone was like, people were messaging me like, yo, are you okay? Like this. And like, in reality, I just kind of needed to, I was like, I put so much pressure on myself mm-hmm. to try to be where I want to be in a fast paced time that I stress myself out. Like, you know, some shit you just have to keep being consistent with. It's like the gym. It's like, you know, growing your social media following any, anything you want to put effort into, it'll get reimbursed. You just have to put the work. And like I said, that's the problem. A lot of people, a lot of people think shit's going to just get handed to them. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of people get these handouts. You could say that. People get handouts. (laughs) People get like these certain things. I see it all the time. I know plenty of people that are in certain situations that are, like you, you claim stuff that, you know, isn't yours. You didn't earn it. Everything I got, I earned. You know what I mean? I didn't cheat my way to this shit. Like I, I busted yeah. my ass for it. And it's more rewarding that way. Like, you know what I mean? People, when you don't work for it and shit does get, like not to say that the world can't hand, give you a free handout every once in a while because it happens occasionally. But 
You know what I mean? People rely on that. Like some people are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna catch my come up. You wait and see. But like, what are you doing for your come up? Whatever that come up may be. Mm-hmm. Are you working at it every day? Are you building a plan every day? Are you thinking about it? Are you executing it? Like exactly. People so get mad at you. Yeah. People get mad at you when you because I'm one of those like I want to see people do more. I'm I'm very big on that. Like I would I love to I would love to see everybody in the world make it. It's not a reality that we're gonna live in, but like I said, I wish more people would pursue their dreams and not be afraid to do certain shit because it's like what makes me and you different from some random person that has a million followers like there's there's nothing we breathe the same air we eat the same fucking food mm-hmm. it's just those people work towards what they want every day rather than talk about it. you know what i mean and yeah like i said people really be getting mad at me because they'll be like hey yeah i want to do this and i'll start questioning you like all right what have you done to do this have you made any steps like what what efforts have you put in like what research have you done like, you know, if it's something that requires you to purchase, have you made any purchases of the equipment that you need to pursue that yeah. next step? Like, and most people just, they have an idea. I hear some people say the same ideas for years and years and years. Like, you know what I mean? And it's a shame because it's like, yo, in the time that you've been talking about it, you might not have been where you wanted to be exactly. But yo, imagine how much farther along you would have been if you would have just kind of shut the fuck up and do it. Yeah. No, literally. And like that's almost how I feel about the like my podcast and everything, because I really didn't know anything about podcasting. I didn't know about promotion. I didn't know anything about editing. I didn't know anything about sound effects. Like I learned as I grow, like as I was exactly. growing. And if you listen to even like my old podcast, the one before, like if I, you listen to a, an episode from then and then like an episode from this one the sound quality is better the editing is better the sound effects are better like every because i have perfected as i've grown like i didn't i didn't go into the podcast with everything figured out and everything down like i kind of just i jumped in and i am building as i'm going oh yeah because like like i said like everyone expects everything to be perfect everyone doesn't want to make mistakes like half of it's so funny because like half of the things where i'm like yo i look stupid or this isn't going to smack or like, like certain, even with posting, those will be the posts that do the best. Yes. And then you're like, wow, I barely put any effort into that. And that's and then, the one that went like, <laughs> yeah, like that's, that was just me being myself. The one that I'm like, all right, I want this to look exactly like this other person's. I did it to a T the music was synced perfectly. I made sure my post is on point. All the words were like spell checked and then boom it. Tanks. Yep. <laughs> and like I said, it's one of those things. Like I've literally, I got, I used to get so stressed. I mean, I still get stressed. I'd be lying if I said I don't get stressed now. Yeah. Like, I feel, of course, I feel like everyone has their days where they're like, "Yo, what the fuck am I? What the fuck am I doing right now? Like, am I? Is it doing anything? Like, is this working?" And in reality, you know it is. It's just you're frustrated. Yeah. Like I said, it's easy to get frustrated. What do you think about imposter syndrome? One more time. What do you think about imposter syndrome? I do not know what that is. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So, so like, essentially you are marketing yourself on your social media because of your brand and everything, right? So like imposter syndrome would be considered like, almost like, okay, well, this is just me and I'm nobody important. So no one's going to care about this. Like, do you feel that way when you post stuff? Cause I feel like that all the time, (laughs) like who's going to care? Literally all the time. Like, like I said, like, my anxiety is 
You know, you would think because like, you know, I'm a medical patient, I smoke and all this good stuff. I'd be so caught. I am so stressed out and anxious all the time. (laughs) Me too. Um, That's why I smoke so much. People think I just, I smoke to smoke. I mean, I do thoroughly enjoy it, but it definitely helps with, with my anxiety. And, um, like I said, even in the gym, like my gym that I go to, like, we're all like family, like a pollen, like they, they put me on, they gave me, you know, a pollen nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, as a sponsorship, like they, they, okay, they've taken so. care of me. Like I, like things that I never imagined happening. Like that was one of the biggest things that has happened to me in the last couple months. And it was one of those things where I was going to that gym. Like I knew they knew I was working hard, but like the people you see in that gym are like so far surpassed me. Like you have professional bodybuilders, you mm-hmm. have fitness influencers with millions of followers. Like you have people taking like photo shoots in there and then you got me the hyper hippie on the treadmill, like, okay, I have to work harder. Like, um, so like, it's one of those things I feel so anxious. I was like, yo, all these people probably think I'm like the weirdo that, you know, just comes to the gym or whatever. And lo and behold, all these, they, they love me. They asked me to be a sponsor for their company. Like they're unbelievable people. That's and, super dope. Good for you. Yeah. And like I said, it's one of those things where, like you said, I was so anxious, like, yo, I'm nobody. Why, like, you know, when they offered it to me, I was almost in shock. I, I don't I don't even want to know how stupid my face looked when they offered me it. <laughs> like, they were like, yeah, would you be interested? So I was like, um, I was like, I was going to ask y'all, but I was scared for like two weeks. <laughs> like, I started just confessing everything right then and there. Like, they caught me off guard. That's so but, cool, though. When I got my first sponsorship, I like read the email three times. I was like, is this bullshit? Because I just didn't believe it. Like, you want me exactly. to sponsor you? <laughs> exactly like when they like i said so when they asked me like they even asked me in person so i was just like they're like yeah i just wanted to ask you i didn't want to ask you in front of your friends because i came with my friends that day they're like but would you want to like you know get spots i was like yo i've been wanting to ask y'all but i was scared they're like what are you scared of like they're like we love what you do i was like really like Aww. i was like i see I, and then like you know you start really thinking like it's like all right i see the people that they sponsored before me so it's like that's what i was going based off of. i'm looking at them as a whole like, I was like, yo, this person's in way better shape than me. This person has such a better personality. Like, and you start getting in your own head about yeah. things that you were comfortable with at one point, but now you're comparing, you know what I mean? So when I was comparing, I was like, yo, there's no way. And then I honestly even asked the guy, I was like, yo, can I ask you something? <laughs> and he was like, what's up? And he literally said, I was like, yo, I'm just going to ask you straight up. I was like, why the fuck would you sponsor me? <laughs> I was like, why me? He was like, and um, he literally what came up to me and he was like, um, he was like, I'll be completely honest. He's like, cause you're real. He was like, he was like, he was like, I'd be lying to you if I didn't think some of your posts were a little funny, a little weird. Like, but he's like, you're owning that weirdness. He was like, yeah. you're not trying to be anybody else. He was like, you're being fully yourself, and truthfully, that's what this shit is all about. Like, people want to be like everybody else. They clout chase. They yeah. wear what's fashionable. They wear what they do what's popular. I can't keep up with all that. I'd rather yeah, just no, be me. Same, same. Like I'd rather be me. I'd rather set my own trends. I'd rather just like, like I said, even if I'm in my own little bubble for a little bit, it's it's cool in my bubble. I like my bubble. Yeah, no, I feel that. And I feel like comparison is like a killer of joy because you're not like anybody else and nobody is like you. Exactly. And to try to conform to trying to be like everybody else, you're losing a piece of yourself like yeah. you know and you see it all the time like you see it like people walking around like all wearing the same shit all and it's like yo i know damn well some of these people don't even like the shit they're you know wearing or doing they're just I doing know. it because everybody else is doing it. 
I know. Or I know. It's just it's crazy because like the internet really ruined people for real. I I don't feel like anybody is themselves anymore. There's no individuality, like Oh yeah, no, like that's why I mean and it's all about the people, and it's this is what really does bother me. We as people are making the people that aren't good influencers. Hold on, hold on. I need can you take him out of here, please? Because he's like doing too much. Go with John, please, and stop taking my money. I'm sweating. Doing this shit by myself is so hard, bro. But yo, like I said, you be doing it though. And that's and that's my point. Like, I know you probably have such a I see like the posts that you be getting on Instagram, like people trying to slide in your DMs and shit. And your tolerance to bullshit is so little. And that's one of the things <laughs> I fucking love about you. Because not for nothing, like you're a perfect example of like you gotta work harder than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ain't gonna just be like, hey yo, Netflix and chill. Or like, you know what I mean? Like you want somebody to just kind of put in an effort because the effort you put in every day. Well, see, that's the thing. Like I have always been so comfortable, like, especially in dating, I've always been comfortable with like, oh, I don't need a man who's got it all together. Like I can help you build. Like we could do that together. And then I feel like I always get shit on for that. So then like, as I got a little bit older, it was kind of like, if you don't have everything that I got, if you can't support yourself, like I support myself, if you don't have your own house, if you don't want to me the right way like i don't have any time for you like i'm i got other shit exactly. to do. you know what i mean yeah like don't get me wrong i'm sure like like how you said like you know you're all about someone figuring themselves out as a person but like to an extent you're not gonna let something in that doesn't have like the minimum requirements of what you're looking for yeah and no. there's nothing wrong with that like like you know i'm very grateful for my girl because like you know she saw my potential before i did Mm-hmm. she she she's like literally she holds me down like i'm i'm grateful for her she Aww. i'm glad she ain't here because she would totally be eating this shit <laughs> but, but um no nah, like she she really held me down because like when i met her like i was on drug court so you know i wasn't smoking at the time my emotions were still all over the place um i was going to anger management mm-hmm. so like you know i was dealing with a lot of shit when i met her and we were friends and then like you know we decided to pursue more than that you know I told her, I was like, yo, I'm in the process of figuring myself out. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't, I knew I wasn't happy with myself. And she literally said, listen, take the time you need to figure it out. You know, we still were able to have a relationship, but like if I needed time to be alone or time to just figure shit, she gave me my space I needed, you know what I mean? But at the same time, even though I was figuring shit out, if I wasn't doing what I needed to do, as far as these bills being paid and shit like that, she, she would be on my ass. Like, you know, we hold each other down in that aspect. Like, but that's that's a real man, though. Like, I feel like ugh, you were doing what you had to do and also focusing on yourself to make yourself better. Like, you weren't just doing everything for her, but you're making sure that you're mentally mentally and physically, like, healthy and good for your own yeah. self, which in turn makes your relationship, I'm sure, so much better. And a lot of men, oh yeah, they don't, they're not, they're looking for this perfect girl, but they're not healed inside. And I feel like that's where a lot of, my issues come like with dating you know oh yeah no because like that's the thing people just think like people just eliminate the past you see people all the time like people always joke about like you know fuck the ex posts and like Mm -hmm. you know now you see this person in crazy shape at the gym because of a bad breakup and that's that's cool if that's what motivated you to change your life if that bad experience motivated you to change your life i'm proud of you for taking that initial step but you sh- nobody should be doing shit in spite of somebody else. And that's what I feel like a lot of people do. People are yeah. hung up on their ex, going to a new relationship like, oh, this is what I want. But in reality, they're trying to get the old person jealous 
or you know show them that like oh look i'm so happy i'm mad more happy than you i moved on or you know what i mean like they don't yeah. do it for the right reasons yeah and you got to really want it for yourself exactly that's in all aspects like and that's the problem a lot of people a lot of people will deal with so much shit that they don't need to because they don't think they deserve more and what? that's the biggest disappointment and it's such a disappointment. And like, I, even for myself, I always tell people like, I don't care what I look like. I don't care that I have had however many boyfriends. Like, I don't care that I'm not with either one of my kids' dads. Like I am not going to stay in a situation where I'm not respected and treated well. I don't care if that means I have, I mean, I don't want to have any more baby daddies because who would want that? But like, I don't care that this happened to me because I moved on from a situation that didn't make me happy. And I feel like that's strong of me. A lot of people do not remove themselves from exactly. situations that don't make them happy. Oh, and yeah, they no, get you miserable see, for life. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you see people all the time, like, you know, stay together for the kid and all that stuff. And like, in reality, like, you know, I do applaud people that try to do that. But if it doesn't work out, you're, 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 it's affecting the kid as well. It's not just you anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so like you have to make the best decision as an overall. And like, like I said, you did that to the point where like, you know, your kids still have a relationship with their dad. Mm -hmm. your, your relationship might not be the best, but like you are able to do that where other people like, yo, they stay and then they wonder why, you know, their kids are, are acting up and like, no, you're seeing traumatic shit at home. Yeah. And if there's tension in the house and everyone's arguing, that just makes everyone miserable. Exactly. You're a natural, though, by the way. You're a good conversationalist. Oh. I swear. I feel like this I'm whole we 45 minutes, I feel like it just flowed. Yo, I, I swear to God, people, this is why I think people don't believe I have social anxiety. People is like, yo, you're so good at talking to people. I'm like, yo, I feel like I just said Dude, the same but thing literally me too. Like, I'll schedule interviews with people that I, like, you I know, so it didn't, like, really make me feel weird, but, like, with women that I don't know, like I've spoken with them before and it's the first time we're meeting. And like, right before I'm like, I just want to text them. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm, I'm good. Like, I just want oh, yeah, to because... <laughs> Yeah. Even when I was getting ready for this, I was like, Oh man, I was like, what do I wear? Fuck. I'm gonna look like, <laughs> I was like, do I have to be comfortable? Do I, do I do something? Should I wear a college shirt? I should wear a college shirt. I saw like, you rolling up in the beginning and then you stopped. You totally could have rolled your blunt. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. I you didn't. Know, this, I was just trying to be respectful for the podcast. No, this is this is a unconventional mama podcast, so we're all good here. But I do want you to tell us more, like about your app, because you were telling me a little bit about it before. But I want everybody to know. Oh, so I right, so for as far as my app, right? I literally um, I go through this one group. It's called Trainerize. Um, and basically if you have your own brand and stuff like that, you can put your brand, you know, through the app and, you know, kind of form your business there. And I did that. So to the point where like, if someone signs up with me for online training and stuff like that, they basically get access to my app, you know, they would set up all their basic information, but instead of trying to, you know, step on the scale and get pissed off every morning and try to keep track of everything, it kind of keeps track of everything for you. Mm -hmm. Like, you could put progress pictures in, you put your weight in, you know, there's meal plans, there's going to be adjustments as you change your weight, there's going to be, you know, workout plans, like literally everything that someone needs so that all they literally have to do is do it rather than fuck, what do I do today in the gym? What should I eat after? You don't have to worry about anything. So I, I just try, I try to make it as simple as possible for everyone because 
I feel like the reason I it took me so long is because I had to figure all this shit out. And that was yep. me with my degree and everything the fuck else. That's so funny because even sometimes like when I go to the gym, I'm like, what should I do today if I want to work on my arms? Like I have to like, and I'll Google shit because I'm not like a gym pro. I just go to the gym and I wing it. You know what I mean? And like, sometimes I'll walk in and I'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Like, so I'm not on a routine. Well, kind of now I am a little bit because I've been going like more often, but like, I don't know. That's like, that would be perfect for me because I never know what I'm going to do. I walk in the gym and I just figure it out from there. And like, I mean, that's honestly, I feel like, I'm not going to say the problem with a lot of people because it's like, as you go, you know, you kind of build routines, you kind of, you know, all right, yeah, let me put this and this together. And like, even when I train myself, like, I'm not going to say I go in there with no plan. Like I know what days I'm, what I'm doing. I know what I didn't hit the last time, but mm -hmm. it took me two years of my own personal training and keeping track of everything to get to that point. And people just kind of think like, all right, I'm just going to hop in the gym and start working out and go on the treadmill for 20 minutes you know what i mean like it's it's more than that yeah that's got to be like a war warm-up <laughs> no it's it's definitely like way more than that because like i said it's it's frustrating to go into the gym and like i said that's why there's always people that go in for new years and work out for two months and uh -huh. you know they never go to the gym ever again like like I said, it is frustrating, especially if you're going there and you think you're busting your ass, but you're really not. And you're not getting the results that you feel you deserve. Like, and then it's also that, what I, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just no, going to go say, it's, it's, I was just going to say that it's also one of those things where like, it kind of takes a while to really see progress when you're at the gym. So you can't, you like, can't give up two months is nothing. Like you might see a little bit of progress, but to really like recognizable, like it takes a while. Oh, no, it, that's that's what people don't understand is how much time it takes. Like, yeah. someone came up to, like, the in-person thing really showed me the unreal expectations that people have. And not to say that, you know, their goals are not attainable, but not in the time limits that they set for themselves. People be yeah. like, oh, I want a six-pack in three months. All right, so you're going to be on a calorie deficit that's so extreme that you're going to feel starved. You're right. going to be having a high protein consumption. You're going to be lifting heavy weights and still doing cardio. And then maybe I can get you like two, maybe three abs on your, on your stomach instead of the six pack. Like, and that's what people don't understand. People are like, oh, no, just give me ab exercises. Like, it's more than that. Yeah. <laughs> It's so much more than that, because I mean, overall, what happens when you start exercising parts of your body that's like fat starts to go first, right? So, so your muscle doesn't even get touched for a while. So basically, this is what I try to break to people down, because like break down to people, because like I have people, the biggest misconception in the whole world with the gym is I'm not going to touch weights because I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. That is my biggest like oh my god i can't explain to you like when when fitness people hear that they're almost like baffled that's um so funny you say that because i was talking to this friend of mine this one time and she was like well i really just want to do the bike and and um the treadmill like for cardio to lose weight and i'm like you need weights like you can lose weight using weights too and she was just like oh you can and i'm like yeah, yeah. so this is how i basically break it down for people right people want to lose fat but just kind of like, all right, I just want to lose all this fat and be skinny. You have to build the muscle that you don't have to replace the fat that you're taking away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like I said, like 
I get it with a lot of people, but like I get it with a lot with women. Women don't want a very muscular look. Like they don't want to come out like this. And like, I get that, you know, it's a fear thing. Like you don't want to be like manly and big and buff. And like, I try to tell them like, it's weights aren't going to get you like that. Like people be like, oh, well, look at this woman in the UFC or look at this woman in the bodybuilding. I'm like, those women have been working out for years. I was just going to say that it had to be like years of, of progress. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. These thousands of calories and not for nothing. I mean, the more you get into like the heavier aspect of the gym, like steroids almost becomes the standard for mm-hmm. everybody. <laughs> like it's to the point where people look at me weird because I don't do steroids. Is that just like to be bigger? Because there's a point that you can't get any bigger. That they it's almost, it's, um, it's basically just to get to where you want to be faster. Cause like, like everyone's like, oh, if you use steroids, you're cheating. I, I look at it as a whole, because I know a lot of people in the gym now. Like I know people on steroids. I know people mm. that'll never touch them. I'm, I'm one of them. But like, you know, when you see people on steroids, like they basically just get to the bigger you know, bigger, quicker, like there's certain results that, you know, you'll never achieve without steroids. Like no one's going to look like the rock unless you have unbelievable genetics. Like, no, the the rock's on steroids, but like Mm -hmm. that doesn't take away from the fact that he's an idol for working on stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like I literally say like this, like no matter what you decide to do in the gym, even if you're on steroids or you're not like, it still takes work. Like people just look for these quick cheat codes. Like, yeah. With women, I know women that get surgeries, like, oh, I'm gonna get surgery, this butt lift or whatever, and make their butt bigger. But then, you know, they can't do a squat. So, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those, it's like, you're getting what you want, but you're not really truly, I feel like you're not truly achieving the whole thing unless, like, you really work for it. Like, And then there's, like, not to, I don't want to shame any women that have had surgery on their body because like to each his own you feel me it would i just it's not something for me you feel me but like (laughs) if that's what you want to do that's fine but like we have to stop thinking just about image people need to work out to keep themselves healthy and stay in shape and live longer like it's not just about what your body looks like so the thing that really like there's like you know i do the very motivational things but like obviously i follow a lot of them as well Mm -hmm. um the best thing I've ever heard someone say is I couldn't imagine wasting my life not knowing what my body is truly capable of doing. And when they said that, it really resonated in me because it's like people see these people do these crazy shit. Like, you know, you see people doing handstand pushups. You see people mm-hmm. like doing like all this crazy shit. And you're like, damn, I can never do that. That's the first thing that most people say are like, yo, that's crazy. I would never even, and that's where people fuck up. People are like, oh, I'll never even try that. Why not? Like, yeah. do you think that that person just woke up like, all right, yeah, I'm going to do like eight backflips in a row for, <laughs> for, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't work out like that. Like, like I said, the things that people don't show the hard work. And that's the one thing I try to show in my posts. Like, I know that in reality, I'm not the strongest person in the world. Yeah. I'm not in the best shape in the world, but the one thing I pride myself on and which more people should is the work I put in. Like mm-hmm. I'm one of those, like that Will that Will Smith thing where he was like, yo, no one will outwork me. Like if I go on a treadmill and you go on a treadmill, you could like I don't care. Like I will be the last one to stop. That's that's how I feel every time I go in the gym. Like mm-hmm. if I can't go anymore, like I'm still gonna keep going until you stop because I I need to be the person that works the hardest. Like, mm-hmm. like 
I feel like more people should want to work harder. Some people are just complacent though, and they don't want to work harder. I mean, I do feel bad for people like that, but yeah, no, and that's like I said before. I want, I wish the whole world figures this shit out because, like I said, it's like I felt, in my personal opinion, I felt trapped in my own life. Mm-hmm. I was sad and I didn't know why. You know what I mean? Like even when things were good, like they weren't really that good. Like it was good for the moment or good for a day. And then I went back to feeling shitty and yeah, not to say like, there's not days I feel shitty, but like those are very few and far between just because of the way I look at the world now and the mm-hmm. way I handle things. Like it, it frustrates me that a lot of people are so okay with staying right where they're at. They don't want to grow. They don't want to, I literally tell people to be a student, like never stop learning. Like mm-hmm. never ever stop learning. Cause like you can teach me something that can change my entire life. You can literally say one word that can change my entire life. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, that's why so many people are like, nah, fuck that. They don't want to hear that other side and like kind of just close you off rather than being more open-minded. And like I said, the thing that I'm saying or you're saying, you know, could literally be the thing that motivates them to change their entire life. around. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, people have done that for me. And even like you said, with your with your app and everything, like you wanted to be able to help people that are walking in the gym and have no experience with, you know, what machines to work on or what to do. I almost feel the same with like my message and what I'm putting out into the world. Like I'm telling you what I've been through and why and how and how to fix it and maybe how to avoid it. So I could maybe potentially help somebody else be in a better situation than I've been in. Exactly. Because that's the thing, like, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some people just, some people just like, you know, it worked out for them. Like there's a lot of people where like shit just worked out, but like a lot of people don't realize like the struggles that come with this shit. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like people think that like, you know, if you see me now, like you said, like when you first met me, you know, you thought I was probably like the yep. asshole guy. <laughs> and like I said, it's just the appearance, like it's appearance based. And that's, it's a lot of that in the world where you judge a book by the cover, just because, like I said, like, Usually that doesn't, like, you're not wrong about that. To have a gut feeling on something, like, you know, Mm -hmm. or to have, like, a suspicion about something, there's nothing wrong with that just because that's kind of what the world has served up for each and every one of us at this point. But, like I said, people don't know people's pasts. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like I can speak for all women when I say if I see a if I see an attractive man with a beard and tatted, he's probably a dickhead or a hoe. And I don't really feel like you are. All right, you no, like, out, like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, like when, when I was um doing certain shit in my life, like, was I making the best decisions? No. Was I the best person? Absolutely not. But like I said, you know what I mean? When I was, when I was fat, I was always like the, I hung around with a bad crowd, but I literally used to say, I was like the Chucky Finster of the group of my, my rugrat <laughs> friends. Like I would do the bad shit, but I was the one like, all right, guys, real quick. This is why it's not a good idea. One. Mm-hmm. This is like a nine, like this is like a seven with a three bid. You don't want to do this. <laughs> Two, I saw like three police. So like I would be that one that would be like trying to talk people out of it. So like when I was younger, a part of me always wanted to be better than what I was. Yeah. And I kind of, like I said, I followed suit because it was easier that way. Mm-hmm. And like I said, even when I was like doing drugs and stuff, like I said, like I don't really need to go into a drug story, but like, you know how drug addiction goes. Like, yeah. Like I was, I was addicted to drugs and I was the plug. So like, I never didn't have it. Yep. I was literally going to raves. I was, you know, I was a little wild child. Like I was living Mm -hmm. at home, like 
you know, I was, I was on the run from the police. So like, you know, I was kind of just doing what I want until that caught up with me. And How long did you do that for? Just curious. I left home. I left home at 17 for a couple of days. I came back home and I came back the day I came back home. You know, I told my mom and dad, I was going to come back home. This is like when my mom's was still left. So I came back home and I told him I was going out that night. And I came home so shit faced drunk that same night that they were like, so yeah, they're like, um, you know, we said that we'd like give you more like freedom, but like this this is how you're gonna come home the first night. Go go deal with your shit. Like, you know, kind of like, you yeah. know, if you don't wanna be here, don't be here. So I dipped out, you know, I was hopping around. That was probably from like 18, 18 to like probably like 26. I was on wow. doing my thing, like from like 18 to like 20 no 18 to like 19 to 20 I had like a girl that I was staying with at the time I was hopping around like you know what I mean like plugs house somebody's mm-hmm. house whatever whatever <laughs> you know just like the the normal hop around shit then um once I started living in Brunswick and you know going to college parties all the time and that's why I met a bunch of raver friends and I started going to raves in New York and yeah like probably from like 18 to like 26 is all like kind of a blur for me if I'm being completely honest, like wow, I have you've been pictures. A lot. Yeah, like I have pictures. I, but that's really it. Like I don't really have a whole lot of memories from that time. No, just because of like how the drugs being done or just like, um, a mix from the drugs and like, like I said, I mean, I'm not going to make no excuses for the shit I was doing because regardless of the situation, I would have been doing the shit I was doing anyway. What's up? Are you good? But, Besides that, like I was depressed, you know. What I mean, at that time, my mom was sick. She had she got breast cancer and she passed away. Um, but like before she passed away, I was I was going through it. Like I was a mama's boy. Like you know what yeah. I mean. So, like that was the one person for a very long time. Like that's all I had. So, when she got sick, I was getting like super fucked up. When she passed away, I thought like you know you know when you, like you tell yourself yo this is gonna be the time I get my shit together. It absolutely wasn't like yeah. I, that was like it was one of those like I was like yeah, I'm gonna stop smoking cigarettes and I'm gonna stop doing not nah. like I think that day I got home I think I got completely hammered and who knows what else I got into like so it took a while it took me getting in trouble again to kind of get my shit together but everybody needs that escape and it's sometimes it's unfortunately toxic you know like but at least you recognized it and you were able to come out of that and do better for yourself because that could have really, you know, not went so good. Oh, no. It, I mean, not for nothing. I'm, I'm definitely blessed because like, I mean, even with the shit I did, the shit that I did a lot of bad shit. And I literally say I'm lucky because the shit that I got in trouble for, even though it was like bad, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it taught me a lot. Like I said, like, you know what I mean? I'm grateful I had a good lawyer. I'm grateful that I was at truth. I don't think anyone's ever said these words before, but I'm grateful that I got drug court. Cause in the beginning <laughs> I was so, I was so okay with taking my bid. Like I was so mad when my lawyer got me drug court, I cursed him out. You wanted to like, take a bid over drug court? Oh, in the beginning. Crazy. Yeah. Cause, cause, um, so basically this was my mindset. This is how, you know, my mindset wasn't right. They offered me a seven with a three. That was my plea. Mm-hmm. So they were like, I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's a seven with a three. I'll get out in three. I'm a good person. So I'll get out on that parole mark. Not thinking like I'm going to have to do four years of parole afterwards. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, drug court was five years. And they were like, yeah, you're going to be on it for five years. I did so well on drug court, they let me off in two and a half. Oh, shit. Like, I was like you. one of the earliest graduates on drug court. Because right? you didn't you didn't do shit. You didn't fuck up. Um, I can't say I didn't fuck up at all. <laughs> OK, but, but, but you tried. But yeah, no, nah, it was like all early on shit. Like, like in the beginning, like, you know, I didn't want to stop smoking weed. And then I remember I smoked so much weed. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to hide this on a drug test. So I ended up telling my PO, I was like, yeah, you can lock me up now. Da, da, da. Like it was one of those, like I was ready to go. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you go, you go find out anyway. And even he said, he was like, all right, yeah, we're going to bring it up in court, but I'm not going to lock you up. I'm going to, I'm going to go against it. I was like, why? And he was like, Cause you're honest. He was like, you clearly want to do better. You're just struggling. And it was the first time that someone saw more in me in a very long time. And I was like, all right, that's weird. I don't know why you ain't going to just lock me up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's what y'all do. <laughs> and like I said, it was one of those things that taught me a lot. Like you just really got blessed. And there was a lot of different things looking out for you. A lot of people looking out for you. It seems exactly. Cause th- like I said, there. I was, I was, like I said, I was, I was in County and like I said, my lawyer literally came in and he was like, yo, sign this piece of paper. I'll get you out of here. And I didn't quite ask, ask no questions. I was like, all right, word, I want to get the fuck out. Like, mm-hmm. why would I want to get out? And then he said, congratulations. Um, you have a drug court meeting on this date. I was like, and I was sick. I was sick to my, <laughs> I was so mad at him. Wow. But he told me what it, he literally said, he's like, yo, I'm not going to let you go to jail. And you know, he was a man of his word. And like I said, that's what I'm saying. Like it took that because I mean, like I said, I feel like everything really does happen for a reason. Because right after that, were you instantly like, I need to change my life after that happened? Like, was it instant or? While I was on drug court, I was fighting it a little bit. Like, because not for nothing, like before drug court, like before I even got locked up, I was just smoking weed. Like I kind of stopped doing drugs. I did like, a lot of the self-work on my own. Mm-hmm. Like I was smoking weed. I was having fun still, but like I wasn't doing like the hard drugs that I was doing. I kind of cut it off on my own. So when I was on drug court, I was bitter because they were treating me like I was a drug addict mm. when I was like, nah, yo, like I was like, I was the guy that got arrested because I was selling drugs. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I was a drug dealer. Like, so like when I got arrested for that, they were like, oh, well, this is because of your drug addiction. I'm like, I don't, I don't like, you know what I mean? That was pissing me off. And then the one thing they were right about is um, I had anger issues. I'll, I'll give them that because okay. <laughs> they basically were like, yeah, we're going to put you in anger management. You seem very bitter. You have a lot of resentment. And, you know, I mean, it taught me a lot about myself and the fact that I give too much power to outside sources. Oh, my God. I have that issue, too. And <laughs> that's when my life tr- that was when my life truly started to change. Like my counselor, Linda, like. I literally, I will know she's made an impression on my life. I haven't even seen her in years because of COVID and everything mm-hmm. else, but she made such an impression on my life and I never even got a chance to like tell her how much, Aww. like, you know what I mean? That's so crazy. You said that because I, right after me and EJ's dad broke up, that relationship was like super, super toxic. I feel like that was the beginning of like my whole spiritual awakening because it kind of changed me as a person, like in so many ways, but I had this therapist, her name was Monique. And she was like the most proactive therapist that I have ever had. <laughs> she was so good. She was, she got me, you know, and I haven't seen her since my son was like one. So this is like two and a half years ago, but I wish I could uh-huh. hug her and just tell her like, you changed my life because I feel like 
I needed her at that moment. You know what I mean? Like she helped me get through everything that I was going through. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing, like people don't, I, that's, that's the one thing that I've been doing a lot of is telling people if they inspire me, telling people if they like make a difference in my life, because not for nothing, like that whole saying, like, you know, people never get the flowers and they can still smell them kind of thing. Yeah. That's a very big thing for me. Cause like, I feel like there's people that have such big influences in your life and people that you like, you know, have love and care for that, you know, people don't speak on that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't hold that in anymore. Like, like I said, people at my gym, some of the people at my gym must think I'm weird because like, yo, I'll see them. And like, I don't even know some of these people, but I'll mm-hmm. see them doing something that I know is fucking difficult. Like, just cause you can see it. Like you can see it in someone's movement. You can see it in their expression. Like, yo, the shit they're about to do is hard. And then you see them do it. And I'll be that person like over in the corner, like, yeah, like cheering them on all happy and <laughs> shit. And like I said, some of these people catch me, like, look, look at them, like, look at you doing good. And they're, they're probably like, what is this fucking weirdo staring at me for? Aww. But like I said, like, you know what I mean? Like, I love seeing people doing better. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause that and it's literally, me to be And it's free to be kind to people exactly. and you would never, and you can say something and that could, even you saying in the beginning, like you're one of those moms that just does it all. Like you have no idea how much that means to me because like, sometimes people just need to hear that or see that they're recognized or whatever. And if you can change that, if you can make someone's day, why not? exactly and that's and that's the thing like people i feel like people are too quick to talk shit like i like i that's mm-hmm. that's the thing i don't like about the world we live in everything's about trolling like you can be trying to put the most positive message out there and you'll have that one asshole that is mm-hmm. in the comments that says something negative like i've I've dealt with it a couple of times on instagram where it's like yo where where did you come from and why yeah. are you so hostile like, are you that upset with your life that you took the time to type this under my photo yeah, like I, yo, there was, there's one person. I still, I'm still like almost in shock about it. It was one of those like it threw me off so much. I did a whole thing about like, you know, body positivity. Like it was like a, mm-hmm. a funny video. It got mad views. And then there's this one guy like, yeah, look at this guy. The fucking biggest disappointment to his parents with all those tattoos. I'm like, what? What is that? Oh my god! <laughs> and I literally read it. I was like, wait. If, like I, I talked about, it, I was like, nah, wait, what? Like I oh read it a couple god. of times, and like, and it was someone random. Like you didn't even know who it I was. I never met this person in damn what? my life. <laughs> and then I would have been just like, been like, why are you such a hater? So I wasn't even meet yo. My response was beautiful. I basically said, you're a perfect example of the people that I talk about in the world that doesn't have it figured out. You clearly have a lot of hate in your heart, and I really hope you figure it out. He blocked me, and I was like, "Yo, Ooh, you, you like hurt his feelings." Like, <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? It's one of those things. Like, he's one of those people so that wants to judge. sit in his. He wants to sit in his misery, clearly, and exactly. project it onto other people. And a lot of people do that. Like, I mean, it's one of those things. Having my own business really showed me a lot of people's true colors. Oh, for is, sure. Because, like, the people that you know claim they supported me the most. Yo, you know what I mean? Like. They don't share my post. I bet they barely like my posts. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. I have people, I have like m- men and women in California and Texas that I've never met a day in my life. They like my posts. They're like liking my stories. They're motivating me to do more for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I said, it's one of those things where I feel like more people should be like that. More people, I feel like more people are so caught up in their own opinions and are so quick to get their opinions out there that they don't kind of like look at the other side or don't, like I said, people are so quick to judge rather than understand. Yeah. 
And it's, that's also the cool thing about the internet. Cause you can really connect with people anywhere. Like I, the, there's this one girl that I met like from doing the podcasting, she added me on Instagram and like, we're cool now. And like, she'll share my stuff. This girl that I haven't seen anywhere, but like FaceTime since high school, she'll share my stuff. But like people that I'm close with, like they don't really share my posts about like my podcast and shit. And I feel like that hurts, but later on not, when we make it, they'll see. They'll oh yeah. See. No, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. Like I said, it's weird because like that's what discouraged me in the beginning, and now that's kind of what's keeping me going mm-hmm. now. And it's it's weird how that changed up because like I said, like when I first started my business, I was working as an in person trainer still. So it's a conflict of my contract to do outside training because they think you're going to steal mm. the business or whatever. Even though every trainer in the world does it, I'm sorry to snitch on every trainer in the world. Yeah. Out there, you know you're doing it. Um, so like you know, I mean, they gave me a hard time. So like. I'm not, I will never forget the day. Like my old boss gave me an ultimatum. He literally called me in the office for a meeting. It was just me and him. And he basically said, you got to choose, you know, what you think is important. He's like, are you going to stay here where it's safe? Or are you going to go take a chance on something that you don't know if it's going to work? And that was the day I quit my job. Good for you. You know what I mean? So, cause it's like, this was the same person right? My boss was the same person. Cause when I was an in-person trainer, I was killing it. Like I was good at sales. I was good at keeping my clients. Like my retention rate was crazy. I was working 75 to 80 hours a week. Like it was, it was ridiculous. And he basically like the, in, in a shortened version of what he said, he basically said that like, yo, you're great here, but you wouldn't be great without us. And well, that, y'all and that wouldn't shit. be great without me. How about and that? that? And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, why would he do like that's that's when I started thinking like, yo, why would somebody discourage me so much? You know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. if they didn't see potential and that's how no, I look he at wanted to like, scare you and he wanted to keep you there where he could benefit from your hard work. And exactly. That's the and then like people you don't need. Exactly. And then like, you know, even when you start out, like, you know, obviously you want to know if you're going to have clients when you start out. So like there was people that were swearing up and down oh when you start your own thing i'll sign with you and this that and third and you know what i mean like a lot of people said a lot of things and never followed up mm-hmm. so like you know what i mean like if i just invested all my time in the like you know waiting on everybody else i would never be here right now period you know what i mean like you got and that just, just goes for a lot of aspects in life don't wait on other people for shit oh yeah because like i said you'll just you'll just be waiting like yeah i hear people like there's people that like literally have shit going on in their lives that they're like, yeah, I can't wait till I settle this or handle this. And like, it's certain shit that I know for a fact that like, yo, you can, you can go handle that right now, or mm-hmm. you can go do your research to get this shit taken care of sooner than later, but you're waiting on somebody else to kind of like walk you through it. And think of all the time you missed out on where you could have been investing that time into something else instead of stressing about the thing that you weren't doing. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it's it's literally all about just kind of it's the consistency like no matter what happens I'm not gonna stop this grind I'm not gonna lose sight of what I'm trying to do like I don't I don't care how long it takes you know what I mean like I have I have a time limit like you know I have plans and what I want to do in a certain amount of time but if it doesn't happen I'm gonna I'm gonna attack it a different way I'm, you know what I mean I'm not gonna ever quit on the things I want to do and like I said, I feel like too many people put on their dreams. They settle. And I, I'm not I'm not with settling anymore. Yeah, no, same. Me either. What if, before we wrap it up, what advice do you have for anyone like 
just to remain positive, motivated, if someone wants to get in the gym or just have like ultimately overall live a better, happier life, like what advice would you give? Um, the best advice I could, the best advice I can give is going into every day knowing that there's potential for something to go wrong. Meaning like, if you go into it, if you go into the world positive and you're like, yo, whatever the world throws at me, I'm gonna be fine, you'll get through it. Mm -hmm. But if you let like little things like, yo, I'm driving and some asshole cut me off and now my whole day's fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? No, we, we're, we're all guilty of it. So like, that's, that's why I'm going into it where you say, how do you stay motivated every day? You're not gonna be motivated every day. But you got to remember why you started in the first place, whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it's the gym or something you're pursuing or whatever it is. Like, you know, there's people in school that want to do so much more, like whatever it is you're doing. Like I said, stick to it. Understand that, you know, it's not you're not always going to want to do it, but do it anyway, mm -hmm. because, you know, it's going to pay off. Like, like I said, I believe that as long as you keep going in the direction that you know you're trying to get to sooner or later you're going to get to your final destination and it's so, definitely not always a straight line either we have to remember that exactly like like i said you know where you want to go like there's it's never going to be you know a to b like there's going to be you know side roads you got to take and everything else but just keep pushing like that that's the advice i like no matter what happens like the world will throw fucked up shit at you don't don't let it consume you because there's there's shit that like yo like this shit you're never gonna be ready for. there's yeah, shit that that's you know a fact. like so like you know what i mean just just keep going that's, and that's i just want to add to that also when you feel physically mentally drained tired also just listen to your body and know to give yourself a rest if you need it because i know i know for me i'm like a, a toxic overworker like i will overwork myself yep. until my brain is fried and that's also no good like you have to just and then you don't want to do anything at all yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. if i matter of fact another piece of advice i can give people you'll meditate more meditation is i want to get into meditation so bad so is it so good is... for your mind so this is exactly what I tell everybody because mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of trouble sitting in one spot for a very long time. Yep, same. Literally, the best thing I could tell you is like literally just close your eyes, turn everything off. If if anything, you know, some people do like meditation music, that's fine. Some people like to hear like a fan or an AC in the background, like something that's like, you know, like a white noise. Mm -hmm. Close your eyes and just focus on your breathing. After a while, you're going to snap yourself out of it because it's it's a practice of meditation. You're not going to be good at it in the beginning. So in the beginning, you might get anywhere from like two to five minutes, if you're lucky. Okay. Because you're going to be like, yo, I wonder how long it's been. And you're going to get angry. <laughs> you're going to look at the phone. Yep. And the second you do that, it's almost like, I'm not going to say it doesn't count anymore. Not to say you can't get back in your zone. But you know what I mean? Like almost like that's how I train myself. I really try to get lost in it. Um, If you meditate for 15 minutes a day, and I've been doing it every morning. Like I try to wake up a little earlier just so I have like the extra 15 minutes to do nothing. Um, the peace of mind I have going into my day, like I literally feel like there's actually a weight lifted off my shoulders. I'm not going into it anxious. You know what I mean? I'm not rushed. I don't, like I said, most mornings I feel rushed. I'm like, oh my God, I'm late for the gym. And 
I don't have to be there for four hours. You know oh, what I mean? My, like, that's me, but with my kids. And then I'm like constantly anxious because I'm like, oh, we got to meet this deadline. I got to get you here by this time. Like, you know? So like I said, when I tell you that those 15 minutes will change your life and it will change a lot of people. Like I, I'm so big on that. 15 do you minutes set an alarm? Day. Like, how do you know that it's been 15 minutes? I set an alarm for 15 minutes now. Okay. Um. Sometimes I'll break before that. Sometimes like I'm a little too anxious. I don't get lost in it like I should. But like when I tell you, if you focus on your breathing, meaning like, yo, you pay attention to how long you inhale, how long you exhale, everything like it, you'll get lost into it. And like I said, sometimes when that alarm goes off, you're like, holy shit, I can't believe it's been 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, but it it gives you a piece throughout your entire day that, like I said, you can't really get it from anything else. It's, I've been thinking about meditating. I feel like this was my sign to just do it, to try it. Like I said, like it's it's like it's like that first blunt of the day feeling yep. that stays <laughs> with you rather than going away in 30 minutes. Yeah. If, okay, well, if period. That. If it sounds like the first blunt of the day, then I'm definitely trying it. Yeah, no, it's it's different. Like there's like it's in a weird way. This is the best way I could describe it. And once you mm. get there, like it's the best feeling in the world is you feel light. Like when you open your eyes, it almost feels like you're on like some kind of euphoric drug. Like everything seems mm. brighter. You feel very like light on your feet, like almost like you can float away kind of shit. Like it's a it's a beautiful feel. Wow. I definitely want to try that. I appreciate you so much for coming on the podcast no, today, thank Chris. Thank you for having me. Like It was honestly, a dope conversation, and you're definitely yeah. going to have to let your girlfriend listen so she can eat up all the compliments. <laughs> oh, no, 100%. I'm 100%. I'm like, I think she follows you already. If she doesn't, I'm going to make her follow you. And yes, please. I can't wait for it to come out. This was, this was way more comfortable than I was It's expecting. dope, right? It's a vibe. Yeah, right? Like, I didn't have no anxiety about this. Like, once I got started, like, I was good. I was like, yo, I'm gonna be a fucking wreck on this. But yeah, this, no, this you was were nice. natural. It was good. I'm glad thank, that you had thank. a good time. Thank you for coming. Just oh, no. one more time. Tell everybody where they could follow you on Instagram. Um, you can follow me at, at the hyper hippie on Instagram. Um, gonna get a TikTok sooner or later. I'm just um, I'm, I'm old school. I'm trying to figure that shit out. Dude, <laughs> you would be so lit on TikTok because there's all the dudes on there that do the trends and stuff. Their little body. Yeah, no, you, you and somebody's going to have like I literally said I need to I need like to find people that are good at it. You are definitely going to be one of them. I, I need people you. to teach me TikTok. Just just I need like a day like we'll, we'll smoke a blunt and you just teach me how to do it. I got you. I'll show you I'm all the lost. tricks. I'll show you how to edit everything. We got this. Yo, say less. I'll bring a blunt. <laughs> like say less. That was definitely happening. All right, not for real. Good. Thank you for having me. Um, appreciate yeah, like you I being said, here. Yeah, no, I, like, please invite me anytime, y'all. I'll do group conversations and all that. I'm down. We could even we could even do some like maybe like a fitness category or something because I know like I'm, I'm trying to get on my shit. You feel me? Yo, let me let me know. I'm with it. Like I'm, right, I'm cool. so with that. But no, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. Thanks for coming, and everybody else. I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of That's What Mom Said. Be sure to click the fifth star and leave a super cute review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. Make sure you send this episode to your mom friends, your group chat, your grandmother, your kid's teacher, or literally anybody else that you've ever met. I'll talk to you guys next week. Okay, love you. Bye.